Yo, 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 what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Fire Squad Podcast. My name is Sam. On the right side of the screen, we got... JC. JC. And on the left, we got a very special guest today. You want to introduce yourself, man? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it's Mark Franklin, uh, Turtle Team, uh, from Sad RLV. Live in Las Vegas. I rap. And, and yes, I'm sir. good at that. Yes, sir. He raps and he's good at it. That's good. Some people, like that. some people like just it. say they rap, but it's not good. But you know, you know you're good. Some people, I'm all right. Some people just be pulling up like, yeah, I rap, but like, it's I'm whatever. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I ain't about to be like, I'm the, I'm the, but I'm like, no, I am good. I'm here for a reason. I rap. <laughs> love that. Love that. What's the My man, Yeah, we How got. How was your day today, bro? Man, it was good. You know, just like a typical day. Um, I woke up. I tried to send like five million DMs with this with the link to my new songs. Mm-hmm. Try to like plot on how I'm about to do the next week. Trying to okay. like you know whenever the corona's over, blah blah blah. I'm trying to make sure I got some shows in place so I don't miss a beat. Yeah. Um, okay. I got a, a Turtle Team fanny pack on, so I just got some inquiries about about buying some merch. So I'll be trying to. Just hey. That's all I do. For sure. That's it. Man, that's dope. So speak speak about uh Turtle Tuesday and uh I guess your your plans with what's called with that. Or what's the what's the whole okay. turtle movement from the beginning? All right, yeah, let's okay. go way back. Let's go way back. Okay. All right, I started in 1975. <laughs> was, uh, <laughs> nah, um Turtle. Okay. All right, so basically how I got that name. All right, well, yeah. What Okay, it's like a couple things. Well, I'll make it simple. So basically, when I was with my, I was with the old rap group, like in early two thousand, like two thousand ten, two thousand nine, called Lurk Gang. Okay. So we all had like Lurk, Lurk names, like Lurk Nowitzki, Lurk Reynolds, like a play Lurk Skywalker, or whatever. So I was like, all right, then well, I'm gonna be Lurk Franklin, kind of like the gospel singer Kirk Franklin, because uh-huh. I guess it, it kind of just rolled off the tongue and plus like Kirk Franklin for like gospel music like he was like a revolutionary he did it his way even though like wow. the traditional church people really didn't like how he was bringing like I mean damn near hip hop to church right. like he the first person that I knew that did that and that's all I would do that but for rap music though and then another thing with the turtle is y'all remember the cartoon Franklin from back in the day when we was little yeah. kids okay yeah 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 so all the girls, whenever I used to get the haircut, and my head looked all bald in the back, so they used to be like, "Oh, you look like Franklin the Turtle," and I used to get like really upset <laughs> yeah. about them. So I was like, you know what, shit, I'm gonna just turn that to a positive. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna be like Franklin. And I'm gonna take go. on the persona with the with the turtle, and like slow and steady move wins the race. Like, don't mm. worry about it. if you don't get there today, tomorrow. As long as you get there, nobody can tell you nothing when you got there. And that's how the Franklin. And Turtle Team, that's how that all came. Damn. Okay. That's actually really that's cool. smart, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Does that make sense? Because like, people, yeah, they don't really be, know. they just kind of like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. But like, they don't really know the meaning behind it. But when I tell them the meaning behind it, they're like, oh. Yeah. That make a lot of no, sense. Most definitely. Yeah. That's really smart that you got like already like um, like some a significant brand. thing, like a brand. Yeah. 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 That's, that's another thing too with like, especially with uh artists in general today like there's always you have so a lot of people they separate you know the artists and their music and their craft 
and then also their brand. You know what I mean? And that's what makes them really like go. They, they combine the two and get to the top. Let me give you an right. example. So like, I love Travis Scott music, right? I love Travis Scott. My brother, he doesn't really listen to Travis Scott like that, but he loves Travis Scott's brand. You know, with Nike, yeah. Jordan, all of that. Cactus Jack, and then together, you know, it combines to where he's like the, you know, the, I guess, the leader of this generation. And it's pretty, you know, it's really smart yeah. that you're doing that right now with with the turtle scene going on. And what's uh-huh. it called? And the Turtle Tuesday. That's dope. That's actually, yeah. you want to say a little about, about that. All right. So basically, this is how that came. Four months ago, I got with somebody named Joel the Unicorn that lives in Vegas, and he kind of put a little team together called wow. Sad Art Sad Art LV. And what that is is me, him, Voss, Tana Marie, Mosey, and Kyla. Mosey and Kyla live in California, though, and those are people that he knew because he came from California. And then he, but he, Joel engineers, produces, mixes, masters, and he sings, and he can rap. He can do whatever. So mm-hmm. he was like, you know what, bro? Y'all five or y'all six are the most talented people that he know that deserve an opportunity. So what he did was four months ago, he decided that he was going to record us every single day for the next four months and come out with Mosey Monday, Turtle Tuesday, Voss on Wednesday, uh, Joel Thursday, Kyla and Tana switching up on Friday. Okay. So he kind of got that well no ain't no kind of he got that concept though with the releasing every day from russ when russ i don't know when but he was doing the whole like all right every single day or every other day he's gonna drop a song on soundcloud or whatever for x amount of weeks mm-hmm. uh-huh so he said he thought that that would be smart to do that with six people yeah that is and that's what we've been doing so every single day for the past i don't know how long we've been going to his crib and recording and and getting all the songs in the vault right and then we all by ourselves just strategically see how we want to put them out and mm. that's how turtle two that came so yeah. all the songs it's are there already right all the songs out right now no i mean but they're ready to be out they're re- like there's there's some like okay i'm gonna put like for me like my first like 10 weeks is done okay, mm, okay. so my but, my but the next 10 songs i just gotta really touch up on like two or three right and that's it. You said for how long? How long is that gonna last? Until Four August. So that's August, twenty yeah. weeks. Yeah. Mm. Oh damn. That's smart, bro. Cause uh, there's this dude. I don't know if you heard of him. Cause you you mentioned Russ earlier. So there's this guy named Gary Gary V. Have you heard of him? Yes, I have. Yeah. So Gary V. He's actually the one that spoke to Russ about that dropping music every single day. It was Ooh, in one of okay. it was in one of their videos, and I was like, "Oh, that is like that's genius." Because think about it, uh, I think he called it. I think Gary V called it three sixty five or something like that. But but Russell yeah. for like a, a certain like a certain amount of time. He didn't do the whole year, but he was yeah. he was uh, telling the idea of dropping music every single day because all you need is one song to like blow up. From there, yeah. You you know you have your standard and all that, and then from there you could just grow and evolve in your in your art. Yeah. And, and it was called you doing Turtle Tuesday. You know it is a part of that dropping consistently for a, a significant amount of time. So right. you gotta do it, baby. You gotta do it. Yeah, that's and that's it. Like, and then like when I kind of told some people about it, they're like, uh, they don't know because they don't want to get wear, they don't want to wear people out, blah blah blah. But like this is the thing, 
Uh-huh. But like what's going on with the quarantine and all that stuff, I right. feel like it's the perfect time to do this because yep. all eyes uh-huh. are kind of not. Um, there's like no sports. There's no other stuff to really hone in uh-huh. on other than like music. But if I if I put yeah. out music every single week, and plus this is the thing, let's say it's it, Tuesday is like a random day, so it's just like dang, I had a bad day at work or like. Blah blah blah, but damn, you know what? But Lord Franklin did drop a song on Tuesday because it started Tuesday. Let me go check what he got going on. Yep. Oh, there you go. Plus, like, I needed more of a. It was just a whole strategy behind it because last year. Yeah. All right. Well, going back, I moved from Georgia to Vegas last year. Oh wow. I was okay. staying in Georgia for like I stayed in Georgia for like eight to ten years, mm-hmm. right? And then so I was doing music there, but I was like with a group though. Like I said uh-huh. earlier. Yeah. And then, uh, so I'm all right. So when I came here, my goal wasn't really to come out with a lot of music. I just wanted to get popular, do as many shows I can to get my face in front of as many people as I could. Mm-hmm. Right. So get if you read about my timeline on Instagram and Twitter, like, you're going to see a whole bunch of flyers, performance videos, whoop de whoop. So I did that. I dominated with that last year. I think, I don't know too many people that had more shows locally than me. As far as mm-hmm. rapping goes, right? Cool. And I did like all the best venues, pretty much. I did everything but Brooklyn Bowl and T-Mobile in one Shit. year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow, that's dope. I did, I did House of Blues, Hard Rock, Bunkhouse, Ninja Karaoke, First Friday, you name it. And then so I'm like, all right, well, this year I'm gonna put that same energy into music though. Mm. So that so the same way I train people to, hey, when Lord Franklin got a show, we gotta go. Now it's Dangler Franklin drop a song, gotta listen. Gotta listen, gotta tune in. And speaking about that energy, bro, I'll be seeing them clips. You'll be going in, man. You go crazy, bro. You be going crazy. (laughs) I love that. Yeah, bro. Everybody gotta have that energy, man. You always been like that? Just like, whoo, get to it or nah? Yeah, I pretty much get to it. It's just like, I don't know. I be having, I'm not like mad, but I be having like a lot of pent up (laughs) aggression about just, life stuff right so uh-huh. when i perform like because i ain't gonna say i'm a violent person i ain't about to be fighting them, but like i let all that go there yeah like, all of it i don't have no shame i don't got no nothing i just want to like put on a good sh- and plus like everybody know when rappers get big and they have concerts they charge like hella money mm-hmm. yeah so i used to get mad when like i'd be seeing people performing and they like not putting on a show i ain't saying you gotta take your shirt off and do this that and third but at least have like some good effects right? or some yeah, good audio. Yeah. But like for a person to just to be performing and they just kind of not vibe because they know they're going to go home with 30, whatever thousand dollars. I don't like that. Mm. Cause basically that's show. just, a, that's just a sing along at that point. So that's yeah. why I'm like, all right, well when I perform, you're going to be like, dang bro. Like, I don't know what lit. just hit me, but exactly. <laughs> no, that's true because like I'll be going to concerts and then, you know, there's people who just go up there rap seeing whatever's going on right and i'm like damn i don't want to you know experience this again but there are artists nope. like you who go up there and then they show a performance it is very important that there's a difference between singing your songs and doing a performance right. big difference me and sam are like the huge like we notice this every concert we go to humble yeah. we that's something we always yeah. talk about like so we went today in vegas the festival that was out here last year and um, we saw a lot of people, a lot of people in that festival. And um, you can tell who was there because 
they got money or who was there because they actually cared for the fans and everything. Um, like the yeah. little, like the little stages, bro. Some people in the little stages, nobody was doing anything. They were just up there with the mic and that's it. But they had YBN Corday on the smallest stage and that fool was yeah. freaking performing his heart out, bro. Like he was going crazy. Yeah. So even, even on the biggest stage, there were some people that were like, just like, like Schoolboy Q, that fool. I love Schoolboy oh, Q. Oh, yeah. But his performance is whack. Yeah. He was up there like. He was complaining the whole time, man. He was saying, man, you guys don't, don't give me enough time. And like literally after every song he would perform like, man, there's not enough time. But um, nah, yeah, but they got they they uh, gotta come with that Lord Franklin energy. Sorry. If it's not yeah. if it's not top energy, I'm not going, bro. <laughs> let's talk, anyways, let's talk about um inspirations. Where or, or let's go way back again. Once again, where were how were you introduced to hip hop and rapping in general? Uh, I was introduced to hip hop from my from my dad, like 100. Mm. percent um, my dad, a big like hip hop head, rap head. The first tape that I listened to was um Kara's one. He had a mixed Kara's one tape, and uh, Eric B and Rakim CD. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to an Ice Cube album. Those first three, mm-hmm. or the first like full projects. And then from there, I began to like explore more. So I started coming up on like I started listening to like Tribe Called Quest, Public Enemy. Oh, I really wow. listened to older stuff than what was out. Right. Yeah. So, like Wu Tang and like stuff like that, because I'm like, and I started watching like this one. VH1 used to do the um the documentaries uh behind the scene, behind the music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I used to watch a whole bunch of those docs. Like, uh, like those mm-hmm. were cool to watch. Yeah, and then so getting... that's kind of what got me into it. Okay. Like, okay. Much. Get getting bro, because I was introduced to music the same way, uh, old school. Like I was listening to the old school stuff first, even though there is like the new stuff popping. But what's it called? Yeah, that's what I, that's how I was introduced to music and stuff. Where for you specifically, when was it when you're like, all right, for sure, I'm gonna start doing this. This is me. This is what I'm gonna be doing. Like, when did right, so it hit you? It was like in waves. Like all right, well, in high school. I really thought I was about to be a football star. Like, I played football in Georgia. Like, I was doing that. But every time we had a party or a kickback or at the lunch table, like, I was always the nigga that was freestyling every time. Okay. Like, oh, Jay Mack, come over here, do, do the freestyle, bro. Like, so, you know, the girl yeah. liked it, whoop de whoop. So I'm like, all right, okay. <laughs> and then, so, after high school, like, kind of like two years after high school, my homie, his name is Tony Snow. Y'all should look him up. He really blowing up. Y'all know, y'all know 645AR? The dude who be doing the Mickey Mouse voice. That, you ever heard of that? <laughs> nah, man. Nah. Y'all never heard of that? <laughs> All right, I, I'll deliver it to you. Anyway, so I was yeah, managing yeah. him. I was I was managing Tony Snow. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I didn't really want to rap that much, but I can manage. I know business. So uh-huh. he was rapping, and I'm like, bro, I can do that. <laughs> so I guess when I was like 20. Around 20 years old, 19, 20. That's when I knew I was like, all right, I can make a career out of this. Right. Mm. How old are you okay. now, man? 26. 26? Mm. And we still got hella time, bro. That's the good thing about that. Hella and I used time. to be tripping off time and stuff. Uh-huh. I used to be like, dang, I'm going to be too old. But, but it's like, none of that math. Uh-huh. People don't know that Jay-Z like, really got his break at like 27. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. I was about to mention that because Jay-Z, that fool, he didn't drop his first album until like, 24 or something 
So the baby, like he's like thirty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, 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 you know, two chains, two chains. Really, really got that big pop when he was like about twenty eight, twenty nine. Yeah. So all that's irrelevant, bro. If, it's, if you can do it, you can do it. That's a, a lot of people, bro. Like, what's called they, 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 they put time, you know, as a big factor in whatever would make them happy, right? Like, let's say mm-hmm. you want to be a rapper, and then you, you, for, for a lot of people starting at twenty, they're gonna be like, nah. Usually rappers start like at an early age or something, but yeah. I mean realistically, like twenty is super young, like very young. Super. You're gonna live your life like five more times. Like think about that. Yeah. You know, and then once people start yeah. putting, once people start putting that perspective, you're like, damn, like I got all the time in the world. So that's dope that you know you figure it out at a young age because. A yeah. lot of people age are like, nah, you know, I'm not, I'm not too sure. I don't want to take this risk, you know. Right. But it's just how it is, man. Sometimes. Yeah. So. Sure. So, um, when you started doing shows, that was last year, right? Or you were doing shows before then? Oh no, I was in Georgia, like with the Lurk Gang. We was doing a whole bunch of shows. We was doing like a lot of big college frat shows. Okay. That's what mm-hmm. kind of we was doing. So I wasn't like no stranger to performing in front of a bunch of people. Like the biggest show that we did was University of Indiana and we opened oh. up for Waka Flocka. Okay. Yeah, that's dope. So I've opened up for like me personally and with the, with the group, I've opened up for Lurk, uh, Larry June, Waka Flocka, Juicy J, Young Dro, Riff Raff, NBA Young Boy, Travis Porter, and and Mike Jones. Yeah, those are the last. So I've opened up for some some pretty decent people. But yeah, but last year was the first year by myself, like no nothing, mm-hmm. just uh-huh. looking for the shows for myself. That was the first time I did that last year. And you were you were headlining these or was it openers? For the ones with Walker Flock and all that. No, well, with your when you were doing it by yourself last year. Man, I headline a good bit. Yeah, like the local shows that were like me and like another local artist. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. I was. I could. I would. I would consider. I was the headliner for those. Okay. Okay. Just based off like you know the people I was bringing out and just like the magnitude of like how my momentum was growing, you know. But yeah, of course, at the beginning, bro. Like I started out like my very first show. I, I had to beg to get on this flyer because I didn't know nobody. I had to look like, look, I just moved here. All I want is an opportunity. Right. And then mm-hmm. I sent the girl, I sent the girl the song. I sent the girl Misfits. She was like, we already got the flyer locked down, but you can send a song and maybe we can get you on another show. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So I sent her Misfits. I sent her that an hour later. This I was doing Postmates, but this one I was struck. So... Uh-huh. I was going Postmates, and I get back into my car after delivering some food, and the girl had called me. She was just like, hey, we heard Misfits. Um, if you want an opening performance slot, then you can definitely call He said, man, screw Postmates. I'm out. But what's it called? Yeah. What, so, so from you moving over here, what's the biggest difference that you could get from the Georgia like hip-hop wave and the Las Vegas hip-hop wave? That's an easy, easy answer. Perfect. Vegas uh-huh. is more accepting of different ways of rapping. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I would be considered like weird, or whatever. So, uh-huh. 
like I would kind of build a little crowd with Georgia, but it's kind of like they kind of set in like, are right, you gonna do this trap movement or right. you gonna do like this melodic sound? Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I came to Vegas, there was kind of, Vegas was just, nah, Vegas just wants to see good stuff. Uh huh. Mm. That's how I felt about the crowds. They just want to see like some good art, whether it was poetry, singing, rapping, dancing. If it's good, no matter what it is, like they're more like willing to. See, you're right about that. Adapt to it. Something that I always say is that Vegas is full of haters. Maybe we're just looking at it the wrong way. Maybe Vegas is just like super like critical and like have high expectations. So, because right. out here in Vegas, you don't really see anybody blowing up. Because, well, first, the music scene or the hip-hop scene is not really established out here. Um, so we don't have our own sound. We don't have, you know, big names out here. Um, so that's why you don't really see anybody blow up. But I guess maybe it is because we are so um, critical and, like, we have higher expectations. Right. And that's why you maybe don't see Vegas a lot of people. Yeah, maybe, maybe Vegas doesn't know what it wants yet. It's just... Trying out different well, stuff. Well, see, the thing is, it's harder to make it because we're the place where the big names come. So yeah. whoever yeah. the higher ups or whatever, the people that's running these clubs and these venues, they know about that Drake's about to come to Dre's at nine yeah. o'clock. They know that French Montana about to come, Lady Gaga. Like it's so much. So they don't really got the eye or the time to really go down and look at underground people. It's like it's all about money and business. So it's gonna take. And I think Baby King is from Vegas. Yeah, Baby King from Vegas. Baby King is from but Vegas. I don't, but I but I don't think he ever really like represents. About right. Yeah. See, that's the biggest difference between him. Like Baby King, you never hear him say anything about Vegas. But when we have people like like um like who I mean like even the robbery who we interviewed the other day, they're always repping Vegas. You know, they're coming yeah. up out here. Ba- ba- Baby King, I was a fan of Baby King. Before I knew he was like from Vegas, exactly. So, right. so that so that right there kind of like tells you like, oh damn, like they're not trying to put you know seven hundred two on the map. Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah, yeah. And then like when I first moved here, like I wasn't really caring about putting it on the map like that because uh-huh. I was just trying to do my thing. But now that I've like met so many artists and I really see what people what what they have to offer. I'm definitely trying to push it as much as I can because there's a lot of talented yeah. people. It's a lot of talented people. Like yeah. we, that's you know that's why we're trying to do this thing over here because like, LA, you know they got, they got they got the no jumper platform. They got multiple radio radio shows. Same thing in New York, Atlanta, you know, but yeah. Vegas. Last time that I checked, not really. Like we just like how you said, yeah. we do have the popping clubs. The popping venues, like some of the most famous around uh, the you world. You got everything that rappers come to. Exactly. exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's here. <laughs> but you just need like a, a person that really is raised in it or whatever. But like, yeah, this podcast is great. If it's Thank consistent, you, then this will be a no jumper or whatever you want it to be for real. Yeah, because it's called... Because you know they, the popping venues and stuff, rappers from uh, out of town come, R and B singers coming from out of town, but we never had that one person like, oh yeah, like they're from here, they're about to headline this and make yeah. it like rock. We will though. Exactly. We will be having those people soon. Yes, sir. Very true. Very true. But uh, let's go. What's called? How were you? Um, uh, and from where today, all your all the lessons that you learned 
and all the teachings that you had to go through. Let's start from a young age. How was Lurk Franklin at a young age, like a kid? Were you just always like trying to like um, crazy stuff or not? Lurk Franklin as a young kid, very energetic, outgoing. I didn't have no shy bone in my body at all. Um, I was always trying to be the center. I was trying to be the center of attention all the time. <laughs> I wanted to like. I was always like pick first when it comes to like kickball or whatever. Uh-huh. I always wanted to just. I play a lot of video games though. But I, I was outside too. <laughs> I was outside. Trust me. Back when we ain't had no phone, and you had to remember how to get home, like uh-huh. make trails. Like, <laughs> so, I remember those days, man. It was. You'd be playing outside all day, and then you come back, play some some Xbox, some PS2 uh, or whatever it yeah. was back then. Good old yep. days, man. Good old days. Playing outside with your homies. That's how it yeah, was. Exactly. <laughs> so is it only um, out of your, your previous crew, it's only you that's out here? That's out here, yep. Only you? So you're doing... Sure. Um, I mean... Whoa, whoa. What was the the? Why did you decide to move out here, and then uh, the rest of the Lurk crew decided to stay over there? I'm assuming they stayed, right? Yeah, they did. Um, well, the group we, we just wasn't really going that strong anymore. Like it's kind of hard to hold a group together. Uh-huh. Like it's you know it's a group. It's like seven whatever people. So it's just like everybody's got like the everyday life. But they, they in my group message. We all got a group message together. So I talk to them every single second of every day. Right. <laughs> but um. What, but you said what made me live move out here. My mom and my dad was just like, you should come because mm-hmm. Vegas doesn't really have no scene like that for music, but it's it's mm. starting to shift in that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I came at like the perfect time. Yeah. I feel like in a couple, especially with the, you know, I lived in Vegas my whole life, and when the when we finally got a hockey team, the what are they called? The Golden Knights. From there, that was the first time where I felt like, whoa, like, okay, I feel a little bit cultured, you know? Like, there's something here besides casinos and, like, bars and stuff. But what's it called? I mean, casinos and nightclubs. And then now we're getting the Raiders. And from there, like, I feel like, okay, like, we're develop- we're developing the city to become a potential L.A., New York. Yeah, LA, exactly. like that. So I'm just... That's it. But I'm just waiting for that. What that... What they need to stop doing is they've been like really shutting down a lot of venues too, like venues that we were able to get access to. Because mm. obviously, like the normal person don't got the money to rent out a, um, a big club, Dre's or whatever. Yeah. Uh huh. So you know, like we had a uh, we had a venue called like the place. We had like another venue, like the only venue that's really be popping that rappers can do stuff is like CMX. Mm-hmm. CMX, yeah. Casa Verde. I heard, I heard about Casa Verde. There's another place called like the Box, but, but I'm just saying that's not like a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying. So that's why I hope they get more venues so, so we would be able to do more stuff. And you're I right, man. Good. Like, cause the Hard What's Rock called? just shut down recently. No, or they got bought out or something. What? Who the Hard Rock? The Hard Rock. Yeah, the Hard Rock turned into um I forgot some other name. It's closed know, right now. Like it it's shut. I mean, obviously everything shut down. But like before the yeah, quarantine, no. But like before <laughs> yeah. the quarantine, it was like shut down because it got bought out. Yeah, something like that. Hey, so what? What, what do you think about the quarantine, man? What? 
You got any, like, I guess, theories behind it or something like that? Um, man, I ain't really in that conspiracy stuff. Like, I just think, I think that's an actual thing, mm-hmm. but they got to kind of be overly prepared for it. They got to overexert themselves with, when it comes to uh, trying to contain it because you don't want to risk careless behavior and then it could spread. Then you're going to be looking dumb. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I'm like, all right, that's big on, but it's messing everything up though. Well, okay. I can't say that. It is messing up a lot of stuff. People are losing jobs. People are mm-hmm. becoming like, they're, they're losing money. They're losing opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I just, one, yeah. think, but I just think it's just a test. Like, just even from like a religious standpoint, I just think it's just like God testing. Like, all right, well, me, for me personally, like, are you really want to do this music? You really, are you gonna just complain about how you can't go outside and this, that, and the third? Mm-hmm. Or are you gonna be? Are you gonna the same thing y'all doing? Prepare yourselves so when everything goes back to normal, uh-huh. y'all don't miss it. Y'all don't miss a beat. Right. That's true. Now y'all gonna now people gonna just be able to come to y'all house or wherever y'all want to do the interview. And it's like, y'all never stop. Yeah. Very true. Because, you know, uh, it goes back to like staying ready so you can be ready. Right. Cause like the quarantine with all that, the lockdown and everything, a lot of people are like, damn, like, I don't got nothing to do. I'm going to just take like a vacation or, you know, and you know, Plenty of stuff nothing all day, but you could be productive. You could still create, you know, be productive, be productive, like with your own little goals that you have for yourself. But what's called, and then that's another thing too, because before me and um, before we had we had to get uh, quarantine, me and Sam, we were supposed to have like a lot of uh, guests pull up like that next weekend, literally the next yeah. weekend we we're supposed to have like a good five guests, and then um, you know with and they all have a good like decent amount of following with them, but it happened, so we're like, damn, bro, we're like we're screwed, and then for a yeah. second, for a second we're like, damn, momentum's gonna be messed up. But I was like, man, like, what can you know? What can we do to keep the the ball rolling and all that? And I was like, Skype, screw it, we'll you know we'll, we'll figure it out. And you know, thankfully we have, and that's why you know we're talking today. So staying productive. Yeah. What have you done? What have you been doing? What's it called? You've been just cooking up and cooking up. Yeah, just cooking up or just like doing different like activities, like trying to like stay fit and not get fat for real, <laughs> because you know you you ain't doing nothing but just eating. <laughs> so I'm trying to eat better, but um, yeah. But this I felt the same way. I had a whole bunch of shows lined up, whole bunch. But I had UNLV uh, Red, yeah. UNLV Red Fest. I had um a feature at First Friday. I had a feature at Ninja Karaoke for the Jam. I had uh, I was, I was supposed to go back to Atlanta to do a show there. I had a show in Arizona. I had a whole bunch. <laughs> so damn, that that would suck right there. You're like. 2020 is my year right now. I got, I got book, 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 uh, back to back to back, and then like that. Yeah. In the jiffy. That was for yeah, us it's too, all gonna man. Be, it's gonna be right back though. Yeah, right back though. 2020 was supposed to be our year too. <laughs> <laughs> we stuck out here. here. We, we still, we still got time though. That's the thing. Yeah, we still got plenty of time. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully they don't keep us locked down <laughs> till November, oh, bro. November, oh. Look, man. Even even if it comes back to November, even if it comes back to November, it'll be what? It'll be 2021. We still got multiple. I mean, you know, what's called? I heard this expression: Rome wasn't built in a day, and that's very true. So maybe it's a little step back, but like how how uh you said, Franklin, 
Maybe it's a test. Maybe it's a test. Right? Just a test. And then once you live once test. you live your life like that, like it just changes your perspective and you know every 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 failure is a lesson. Every failure is a teacher. Yeah. So, you know, we just gotta keep on doing it. Pretty much. So you got a you got your Spotify, right? Yeah, Spotify, Apple, all that stuff. Let me let me pull up your Spotify real quick. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna give the audience you know a little taste of your music. Play some. Is there a specific song you want us to play right now? I mean, you can play stupid questions since I just came out with that. The new one. All right, latest release. Yeah. yeah. Let's give a audience a little test. Stupid questions, Derek Franklin. Sir, yes, sir. It's gonna be fifteen dollars to get in, bro. Nigga, what you mean fifteen, twenty dollars to get in? Nigga, I'm, I'm the goddamn headline, bro. That's the intro. Like, I'm the guy who they came to see. No, I don't even yeah. know why you oh, even talking to me right now. Bro. I should be on stage right now. Oh, yeah. Mercedes Benz, Sprinter van. Yeah. They know who I am. They know who I am. Yeah. They know who I am. Rock and show count bands. They know who I am. They know who I am. They know who I am. All right, let's get like Jackie Chan. They know who I am. They know who I am. Turn up to man. This song goes crazy. I'm a. I really fucked with a uh, high knee. I'm gonna play a little bit of high knee. High knee's lit. High knee's lit. Oh, high knee. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. I'm telling you, man. That song was dangerous. Me and JC went insane when we heard this song for the first time. Like, that's what, 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 that
highly, 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 put my shit by me, by me, by me, by me, by me, by me, bitch, we're going through the roof, by me, by me, by me, That's why everybody goes crazy right here. Every time. See, we're having a mosh pit right here on Skype, bro. When we heard yeah. it, <laughs> yeah, and that's another thing. I'm just trying to build a catalog so because, like, last year I only had like three songs in rotation, man. I only had Misfits, LFG, Aha, uh-huh, and maybe like High Knee. But now, at the end of the whole Turtle Tuesday, all that, I'm gonna have like 30 songs, 40 songs, yes, bro. Oh my god, so, because I. Because I used to kind of get embarrassed, like, hey, man, where are your songs? And I said, like, I mean, if you go on SoundCloud and you, you scroll down, like, now I'm just like, bro, just type my name. <laughs> yeah. Just just type my name somewhere. That's true. It'll pop up anyway. Yeah, yeah. that was. Hey, when it, when it, once, you know, this whole Corona thing settles down. Y'all got to come to a show. We come, y'all got to come to. Most definitely, bro. Y'all have to come. We're going, bro. It's going to be crazy. And then what's the call? Another thing too, for sure. You know, once the Corona thing calms down, pull up to the studio. You know, we'll have we'll have yeah. some free, we'll have some freestyles for, or you bring some freestyles and all that. But what's the call? You know, yeah. for the time being, Skype is the only thing we could use, unfortunately. Yeah, that's so, all good. Uh, what time are we at, Sam? Let's see. Uh, we don't want the video going like getting encrypted or nothing like we're that. We're at thirty-nine minutes. Oh, okay, Chilling. perfect. Cool. So, so we could do a couple more minutes. Yeah, we got time. All right, bet, 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 bet. But yeah, man, that no, was dope, sure. man. We really fuck with your music over here, bro. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. The I next Shadow Tuesday next week is gonna be even better. Yeah. <laughs> That's a promise. I'm That's all. It's called, called Surf and Surf. Surf and Turf? Every Tuesday, bro. Every Tuesday, Turtle yep. Tuesday, and hashtag Turtle Tuesday. But I was gonna say, um. So Sam, he he personally experienced this because back going back to like the high energy, like performing and stuff like that. Sam, you experienced like what you say is the most lit concert you ever been to, right? With Enelie? No, 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 with Ski Mask. Oh yeah, most definitely. So what's called? So uh, Franklin, do you you know being in the rap scene, do uh. you have a? 
how can I say it? Not not an inspiration, but somebody that you kind of like, okay, I could be like that person but my with my own sauce, with my own flavor. You know what I mean? With a high energy. Because, like, I, I want to go to a Lurk Franklin, like Comethicine. Remember, Sam? Yeah. Like that. Who, who, who do you see in the rap scene right now that is just turning up as hard as you are? Um... Man, my favorite—that's like on that level, bro. Well, not my favorite, but she up there. So she is freaking Rico Nasty, bro. I, Rico I, Nasty. I don't know if y'all know Rico Nasty. Yeah. But um, she, <laughs> I don't know something about her. Like I never felt the way about like a female rapper. You know, usually they be talking about like sex and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But Rico, like, she just spoke in like a different way. So I'm like, all right, yeah, that's cool. So, but as far as like a male, okay, I mean like Uzi, I say Uzi, Ski Mask, uh, Danny, okay. yeah, Danny Towers, um, I'll turn up. So RP, I know XXX too. XX. I was actually watching uh, one of his one of the podcasts he did with with Adam Twenty Two. Man, that fool was like super smart for like for his age. And he's really young, Ooh. man. Uh, X. Yeah, he is. He was. He was, he was he... Very intelligent. Yeah, I honestly like. I, I kind of got some exper- uh, inspiration from some of his performance videos too. Yeah. But uh, he was able to do way more stuff than me because he was tiny. Dude it was like five. Had to be like five, five. He was little. Yeah. Oh wow. So he was just like walking out it. Like X was like kind of little, at least from what I'm looking at. Uh-huh. Um, but. Yeah, I try to do that, bro, but I just be, I just like to turn up, bro. Like, I'm getting mad yeah. thinking about this now. <laughs> <laughs> but I, oh, well, I, I am performing on Friday, though. Oh, like, we saw that, yeah. I was caught. Is it online, though, or how is that? Yeah, so I don't know if y'all know about For the Culture, but they yeah, throw okay. shows out here, right, uh-huh. For the Culture. So so last week, they tried to do a, um, no, ain't no try. They did, they went to the Serap Shop, which is on, on First Street over there at the Union House. In the arts district, and then they was just like they had a live stream of like artists that was coming in, like they had like three or four performers. They were singing and they're doing like live painting and stuff like that. And then so they uh, wanted me to perform there, and they're gonna live stream it on their page and on YouTube. So I'm kind of so y'all gonna kind of get to see me perform on Friday, right? <laughs> oh, that's dope. Yeah, I'll be tuning in for that. I didn't know that. What's called? Um, so earlier you said uh, your inspiration was. Your father for music, right? But what's called? Yeah. Do you have um? And then right now you you said that, you know, with X and Ski for the energy of performance. What about just like, um, your music? Like, who did you hear the most? Uh, because I know it was a what like from the, you said you listen, okay. you got introduced to music from the earlier um. The earlier like days who my musical music. influences are? Like my yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, it's kind of been the same list for like about eight years um this isn't like my top five who i think is the best or whatever but i guess like just like the top people that like if you put them in like a blender that would be me right okay and that'd be um uh what's my list <laughs> oh little wayne joey badass kanye tyler the creator drake okay those are like but tyler the creator i guess would be like the most influential mm-hmm I love Tyler Creator, man. He's so he's a great performer too. Like he, 
he puts on the show, and it, his music is not really the ones that you'd be like, like what's called, he's rocking too crazy. His is like jamming, and he puts on a good yeah. show. Yeah, puts on a really good. Yeah, show. Tyler, 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 my biggest inspiration out, out of everybody, number one. Tyler. Yeah. All right, for sure, man, for sure. Have you seen him perform live? Man, the thing is, I haven't really been to so, too many concerts before. Oh, really? Probably been to like one or two. It's it's because right he he does the concert, Sam. He does. He is the yeah. concert. You no, know, honestly, it's a concert. I don't like to go because I'm like, bro, I can I should do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just be like, I I enjoy I will enjoy it. Like, oh, this is Tyler, bro. I'm like, bro, I can definitely do that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, bro. You know. But you know, I'm gonna get there like Dan Vegas. I did the Dan Vegas after party show. Like, oh really? Okay. We were gonna go. I don't know. Yeah, we we it was were it was tight. Yeah. We heard it, we heard uh ski mask pulled up. We were gonna go. People pull- yeah, we were gonna go, but what's it called? We were just tired, man. Stupid we were like, tired. Yeah. We couldn't move our legs, man. We were just like jumping all day. Like, yeah. Uh-uh. Nah, people came through. like. I say about eighty-five percent of the people they had on the flyer showed up. Ski mask showed up, little house phone, guap dad. Oh, brought that in. But you ask anybody though, you ask anybody that went to that show about who had the best performance on them three days, they gonna say Lurk Franklin. Lurk Franklin. Lurk Franklin. I promise you, I'm talking about compared to all them. I'm not even lying. No, I believe I it, bro. I said it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know I sold the most tickets for sure. Yeah. I, know I bought at least about 50, 60 people. Damn. I'm telling you, man, we're we going to a Lurk, Lurk Franklin show. Believe that, bro. We're going. But, anyways, for yeah. that, uh, we got to wrap it up. You know, we're trying to save the video so it won't get too large of a file and all that. But yeah. thank you for hopping on the Skype, bro. You know, and for sure, we'll link up and have one in the studio. Well, that's what's up, man. I appreciate y'all having me. Like, just be on the lookout for Turtle Tuesdays, man. Like, Turtle stay Tuesday. locked in. Every- Every I'm Tuesday, trying to tell you. Man. Every Tuesday, t- just look for it. it. And then we'll we t- turn up, turn up this. What time is the uh the event at? For this Friday? Uh oh, seven o'clock, seven to nine, seven to nine thirty. All right, you heard that? People turn into seven to nine thirty, and for the culture, to, for the culture, on their YouTube page and Instagram, right? Instagram, yep. All right, bad, 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 bad. And check out. Some Lurk, some Franklin for y'all, man. Uh, Sam, you want to do the outro? Yes, sir. But before that, Lurk, where can the people find you? Oh, uh, yeah. My Instagram is Lurk underscore Franklin. And my Twitter is B-L-F-R-A-N-K-Y. Uh, and uh, music is everywhere. Everywhere music can be sold. That's where Lurk Franklin at. Show sure. look there it up. And shop your merch. Turtle Team merch. Yes, sir. LurkFranklin.com. LurkFranklin.com. We'll, we'll have the link in the description. We'll tag you and everything, sir. All right, man. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Fire Squad podcast. If you want to Fire support Squad. us, yes, sir. If you want to keep on listening to us, you can listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, Almost Apple. Um, of course, you can watch us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We didn't even talk about TikTok again, JC. Ah, oh, damn, for real. You need a TikTok. You got TikTok, though, right? Oh, you got TikTok. Oh, you got TikTok? Yeah, I got one. Okay, yeah. there you go. TikTok's a wave. Yeah, content on there is key, bro. Important too. 
But yeah, yeah I, of course. Anyways, thank you guys so much. Uh, JC, want to end with anything before we leave? Nah, man. You can just say safe, stay indoors. You know. Yes. You know, we'll, we'll get through this together. All right. Well, with that being said, we outie. Peace. All right, man. All right, man. Peace out. Turn the Restaurants have always that just ended so abruptly. Yeah, it was cool, huh? Uh.